everyone. Welcome to Murders in Paradise. I am Jen, joined as always by GR Dad. Good evening. Good evening, GR Dad. How's it going? It's going fine. We are overdue on this murder podcast because we were busy going to Chicago for the Golden Ratio live show. So, not that our viewers and listeners care, but it, we have an excuse. I felt so bad, like all the people that we met after the live show, and they're like, oh, I really, my favorite podcast of yours is the Murders podcast. I was like, I'm sorry, we suck at doing it on time. <laughs> Every one of my work emails begins with, sorry for the delayed oh response. God, me too. I should just Every have Every single one. I don't think I have an email ever where I feel like I've responded in time. No, me either. So this is just continuation. Unless I'm like at a red light in my car and I'm like, oh, I can respond to that in like one sentence. Tip, 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 send. Yeah. But no. I'm proud of myself. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a bad, no is like my favorite one. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this is the... Murders in, Podca- Murders in Paradise podcast that was supposed to come out Friday the 4th. It's going to come out Saturday the 6th. Uh, so, sorry if for the delay. all goes well, okay. we're starting it. <laughs> we're starting it. the hope. The plan is to post it today. You uh, never quite no, know. That's true. So, it's October, which means it's spooky Halloween it's Spooky time. Halloween hour. So, uh, that's pretty good. Spooky Halloween. <laughs> so, we're going to do at least two, maybe three podcasts this month with our new bi-weekly ish format and uh so i thought i would do spooky wait who changed the format we we did this like a month or two oh, ago. oh we did we we literally discussed it on the air oh. and you were like bi-weekly does that mean twice, twice a, a week, week? <laughs> no oh that is me that That's, does sound like uh, me. yeah <laughs> i'm having flashbacks yes uh oh queso had a little bork nice work queso um so yeah spooky halloween stories from the keys so it's not going to be our typical murder fair it's going to be spooky halloween fair yep everything we do is atypical (laughs) are you going to criticize this as not being full-on murder you want to get that out of your system i support whatever you do (laughs) well for the first october spooky halloween installment of the murders in paradise podcast we're going to talk about Robert the Doll. Oh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. Okay, so Robert the Doll. He is a doll. He is 111 years old. He is made out of like cotton stuffed with straw, has a little sailor suit, has actually a little pet dog with a big pink tongue that sits on his lap. He has a toy, has a toy yeah he is about the size of a five-year-old human yes it's it's not a little doll he's big uh yeah life-size boy doll Mm -hmm. um does not look vaguely human sewn on eyes right nothing little black beads sewn on eyes yeah but nothing particularly like where you would identify something on him as being particularly terrifying by itself no like his face is kind of creepy looking because it's it's like if you made a sphere and then they popped out a little spot like for like the nose mouth area, kind of like if you were doing like a pet monkey, you know, where they kind of have like, oh, then there's this like protruding part for the like muzzly face yeah, part. Yeah. He kind of has that, but it's a little more angly, like if Silent Hill it's rendered kinda, it. But it's kind of badly made. I mean, that, that gets the feeling of badly well, now made. Now you're criticizing your own people, so you're going to have to just step back on that one a little bit. Wait, my own people? Yeah, we'll get there. Yes. Okay. Never mind. So anyway, uh, 
If you take a look at our Instagram, Murders in Paradise, or Twitter, Murders Paradise, I have several excellent pictures of Robert the doll that we're going to post there. Um, so you'll get to see what he looks like. Uh, all right. He wears a little sailor suit. Yep. He now is in the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West. This is literally adjacent to the airport. So you can walk out of the airport. Um, the airport is extremely small. It's six gates. So you just walk out. And then you walk 100 yards, and then you can go to this museum. It's about the same distance to that museum as it is to, like, the parking lot the, for, like, uh, rental cars. Yeah. Walking, uh, walking. Yes. It is shorter than it would take to walk to your car at any regular airport between the museum and the airport here. It's very close. It's about as far as you walk from the plane to the terminal. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to edit out that other one? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> you seem, we, we, you seem to be pressed, struggling there pressed for Pressed for time here. I had uh. big big plans in that. that <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So anyway, uh, Dear Dad and I have gone. And you can – so this is a whole museum about, like, historic Key West things. But we really only went and paid our 20 bucks to see Robert the Doll. And uh, he's super creepy. So we'll talk about the creepiness. But let's give the backstory mm -hmm. of Robert the Doll first. Okay. So 111 years old. Uh, he belonged to this dude, Robert Eugene Otto. Now, Robert is the name of the doll. Robert was the name of the guy, but the guy went by Gene. So Robert's going to be the doll. Gene is going to be the guy. Uh, so when Gene was a boy, he received Robert the doll as a present from his grandfather. And his grandfather bought it during a trip to Germany. Mm. It was made by the Steiff Company. Oh. They made the teddy bear. They're they invented the teddy bear. Known for their expensive children's toys. Yeah. Uh, the teddy bear named after Theodore Roosevelt. They they did that. They're the ones who are like, here, he gets a little bear. They have him. a button in the ear. Steiff. Oh. I didn't know they could That's that. That's a slogan. They made a knuff in the wall. Oh. Yeah. That's our, like... Murder podcast word, German word of Shout the week. Shout out to the Steiff, Steiff <laughs> company. Uh, so they made him. So he's, uh, you know, pretty well constructed. But the theory is that he wasn't made to be a doll, like a person's toy. They, the theory that I read, uh, I think on Atlas Obscura, was that it was part of like a window display oh. for a, uh, like a department store. They think maybe for like jesters and clowns that it was one of those. And the point was not really for it to look like a doll that someone would have. Just it was a thing to be dressed up and kind of like a mannequin mm -hmm. in a store. Um, and okay. so how the heck it was sold to this grandfather to give to his son, who knows. Um, but they had a lot of money. And so sure. maybe he's like, I want that. And then he got it. Yeah. Um, maybe his son wanted it or his grandson wanted it. No, grandson didn't exist at the time. Yeah, so, well, so the grandson did exist. The grandfather went to Germany on a trip, oh, came right. back, gave him the doll as a present. Um, Gene, who was a boy at the time, had what they call an unhealthy relationship with the doll uh, for his entire life. So when he was, I think, like 10 years old, I think is how old he was when he got the doll, became very attached to the doll. And this is unhealthy relationship as used in Key West, which has a wide <laughs> band of 
things that would not be considered unhealthy or that are tolerated. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he his relationship with the doll was considered a local eccentricity. But let's let's wait to get to that until we get through the yeah, childhood yeah, part where saying. it's less unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just kids can do weird stuff and get away with it because they're just small, insane humans that we give a pass <laughs> for some reason, says the person who doesn't have any kids. Uh, okay, so yeah, after he got the doll, now this is according to Ghosts and Gravestones. How which old is, is he at the time? He's like 10. Okay. Uh, Ghosts and Gravestones is a ghost tour company in Key West. They have a little bus. They'll drive you around. Uh, I don't think we've done their tour. But they have a website where they talk about this stuff. So they say, in the home where Eugene lived, now called the Artist's House, located at 534 Eaton Street, Eugene was given Robert the doll, where a friendship that lasted throughout his lifetime and beyond was forged. What seemed like an ordinary cloth doll, it wasn't long before Robert was involved in strange and somewhat terrifying events. The first hint that something out of the ordinary was happening was one night when Jean, who was only 10 years old, awoke to find Robert the doll sitting at the edge of his bed, staring at him. Moments later, his mother was awakened by his screams for help and the sounds of furniture being overturned in her son's room. Jean cried for help, begging his mother to rescue him. When she finally was able to wrench the locked door open, she saw poor Jean curled up in fear on his bed, his room in shambles, and Robert the doll sitting at the foot of the bed. Robert did it! was the only words Jean could get out, the same words he would later use many times throughout his childhood when something strange, mysterious, or destructive would happen. Interesting. Yeah, so good job, Ghosts and Gravestones tour, for that <laughs> lovely description. David. Uh, so, yeah, they uh, he had this doll. It kind of became his main companion. He definitely blamed stuff on the doll. He also had a nanny who allegedly was a practicer of voodoo or perhaps hoodoo, Santeria, yeah. uh, that they think maybe had something to do with the doll's whatever Yeah, Isn't spirit. She, yeah. Did she what? I thought she might be, they were going to fire her or she got fired and then she like may have done something to the doll. Yeah, I we heard this on the ghost tour that we did take. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, yes, so there are rumors of voodoo. We don't know. Um, okay, so as he became an adult, Gene, the guy who got the doll as a kid, lived in the same house. This is the artist's house, so this is the house where he grew up, and he still carried Robert the doll around with him places, so he was considered a sort of local eccentric in Key West, uh, and it does take something, as you said, to be considered an eccentric in Key West, but it was sort of tolerated. Um, Robert had like a little chair in the house, and he would sit upstairs in one of the windows. Rocking chair? Chair chair. I don't chair. remember if it was yeah. rocking or not, um, but he'd sit up there, and it says in this article from Atlas Obscura that school children swore that he would appear and reappear and they avoided the house. I assume he disappears in the middle between appearing and reappearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's kind of it at that point. So it's this creepy doll that as a kid, Gene blames for doing stuff, which like maybe is just kid stuff. And Gene grows up to be a sort of interesting Key Westy character who carries the doll around with him. And the doll has a little spot in the house. And like, this is just a thing. And, like, 
okay, that's it. Uh, and then Jean died in 1974. And so this person, Myrtle Reuter, purchased the artist's house and Robert came with the house. Yeah. Okay. Not a fixture for real estate attorneys. If I bought a house <laughs> and it had a creepy ass doll in it, I'd throw that shit away. Yeah, you wouldn't be buying the doll. Yeah. Like I mean, that. is that so? Ingo the lawyer, who knows the Florida state law, uh, if I buy a house, don't I get all the stuff that's in it? No. You have to separately buy the stuff in it. It does not, it's not a fixture like a, you know, like a lamp. Air conditioned central air is something you can't remove oh. without damaging the property. You can remove a doll without damaging the property. Pretty easy. So, so You'd if a guy dies like, and his family sells his house. I mean, you could say we're also selling you the stuff, but it's not part of the house. It's not oh, like in the land records, you know, it's not recorded that it was sold with a doll. Well, so I'm sure she they said somehow just got the doll. Take it all in there. You yeah. know, as is, there's an extra 20 grand for the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Including this creepy ass doll. Sure. Well, that, <laughs> that now, now you want to get an extra five grand for you accepting <laughs> the doll. Uh, so people who'd visit the house after this, after Myrtle Reuter bought it, swore they would hear footsteps in the attic and giggling. Maybe one of the creepiest things to hear. Yeah. Giggling. There's a reason horror movies often have like kids. Mm-hmm possessed and kids singing kids singing scariest music let me give a little side note here uh so as i have recently mentioned on the podcast two minutes ago i don't have kids on purpose uh don't really like hanging out with kids i think it's great that you all have them you just keep them and uh i had gone so we have a group on campus that does research with kids on like technology how to design technology for mm. kids and they have a bunch of kids that come in seven, eight, nine years old. Um, they come in a couple nights a week after school and they spend a couple hours and brainstorm ideas for tech. I mean, they're, and they're all very good and everything. But for some reason, I was in there during one of those sessions. It, was it dark? <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. So I'm in there and it, I mean, I don't normally go to them. I don't do research with them. I don't know why I was there, but they must've had me come in to help with something. And they were doing some exercise where they like wanted to record kids making sounds. I think they were going to like, you know, put this into some website or app. And so they're like, all right, all the kids now make a sound like you're crying. And so there's like 10 kids in there and they're all like, meh, meh, making the sound. And, and I looked at my friend, Ben, who was, uh, who researches with those people. And, and I looked at him and I was like, Ben, this is why I don't like kids. And then they had, all right, now all the kids do a laughing sound. And so all the kids are like, and, and he's like, you don't like that? And I'm like, oh, my God, Ben, that's so much worse than the <laughs> crying sound. Like, no, the sound of a group of kids laughing does not make me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm about to get murdered. <laughs> Put this on the list of reasons I shouldn't have kids. <laughs> it's all context. Yeah, well, this was supposed to be funny, and I was like, that's and terrifying uh so anyway yeah so in this house all right footsteps in the attic and giggling now the doll's still there yeah some people claim that his expression changed when anyone badmouthed gene the former owner in their presence so if they're like man gene that dude he was like freaking weird man and then otto's expression would get like he'd get like angry eyebrows angry eyebrows yeah <laughs> Uh, Reuter said that Robert would move around the house on his own, sounding kind of Annabelle-esque. Uh, 
Hmm. Uh, and after 20 years of antics in 1994, she was like, enough and donated him to the museum that's a long burn that's a slow burn yeah. 20 years you know. we're not talking six weeks 20 years <laughs> um funny so robert gets to the museum and this starts the next phase of his life museum makes money on him that is the it big does. draw in that museum it is not the canon from the civil war yes <laughs> though they do have that too yeah yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, here's the thing about Robert in the museum. Um, you're not allowed to take his picture without permission. He's in a glass box to not be touched. Yeah, he's super haunted now. Now, is that because his owner died? Is it because the nanny, like, voodooized him? him? Is it because he's been taken out of his house? We don't really know, but he's super haunted. And so... Uh, yeah, he's in a glass case, so you don't get too close. Uh, and it's not because they're worried about, like, people just touching him and getting him dirty. It's because, like, bad stuff's going to happen to you if you get too close to the doll. He's in a glass case, and then there's, like, an additional, like, yeah, chain thing around, around him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you can't really get very close to him. But you're not supposed to take his picture without asking permission. And you're maybe not Who supposed to Who do you ask permission of? Of the doll. <laughs> yes. You have to this go. This has to be clarified. Robert may I please take your picture? And of course, he's not going to do anything. But if you don't ask, you basically curse yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's done. It's known. It is, this is absolutely a thing you have to ask. Um, there are warning signs all over the museum that are like, for real people, do not take a picture of this doll without asking permission. And even then, you maybe don't want to take his picture because he does not like it. Um, and so there's all of these stories. Yeah, it's not just warning signs. It's letters. Yeah. So he gets about three letters a day addressed to Robert the Doll at the museum that are not fan letters. They're apology letters. There are people saying, oh, my God, Robert, I am so sorry I disrespected you. I mean, it's not just taking the picture, right? The picture is a way of disrespecting him. But if you're there and you're like, that's an ugly ass doll, he may get pissed off and curse you as well. And so uh, people have all sorts of things. They lose their jobs. Their house is burned down. Their health they gets break ruined. bones. Their health gets ruined. And so uh, they write letters to Robert apologizing and begging for forgiveness. So, so maybe they talked bad about him. Maybe they took his picture. Um, but all of these letters they have cataloged at the museum. So they have about a thousand letters right now that they keep growing. Plus, he gets all these emails too. Um, somebody, now, I don't know how this is true. At some point, it became known that Robert had a sweet tooth. What does that mean? It's a doll. His mouth doesn't open. No teeth. I don't know. No teeth. Uh, but people send him candy. Oh. And uh, they interviewed the museum person who keeps track of him. And I think it's a she. She says, it's completely inappropriate. We're still a museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Mm. I was like, Ugh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh it's like this big thing. You can't go in and take pictures. He allegedly will sometimes move. He's on a little chair in the big glass case. Uh, and it's like in the middle of the floor. Like he's not up on a wall. So you can see him from like all the way it, around. I mean, it is it's creepy. It, it is super, super creepy. Super like creepy. as one who actually does not believe in ghosts or anything really, uh, I was like, 
that is really creepy <laughs> when we went in there. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to take a picture yeah, of this not. doll. Because I was like, oh, I'll get my picture of the doll and put it up on the Honey, page. How hilarious. And I was like, I didn't take the picture of the doll because that thing is damn creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Why play with fire? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's rumored that he will occasionally move in the case, change the direction that he's looking uh, and he's always locked in the case, except once a year they take him out to weigh him because he's stuffed with straw. And uh, they want to make sure that, like, the humidity down in the Keys isn't eating away at him. So oh. he needs to be restuffed like Carl von Castle did with... Oh, that is a whole different direction. This hey, is so harmless compared in to In Conk that. Life today, our uh, our newsletter that we get with all of St- the Keys stories, that was the Today in Key West history. The guy was arrested today in Key West history. Yeah, they showed his spaceship. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah. People who who write in the museum person, um, Con... I'm I'm sorry, neighbor. I'm going to mispronounce your name. Convertito. Convertito is the name of the person at the museum who takes care of Robert. Um, If children write in, she tries to write them back. She says, Gene always had that childlike temperament around him, and we feel like Robert would want to be kind to children. So she, if children write a letter to Robert the doll, she writes them back. Um, For Robert or as Convertito? I, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe we should write a letter and see what comes back. Oof. I'll do that this week and see what happens. Sure. Play with curses. That's uh, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> All right. I'll have to think about how to do that. Um Convertito, she says, I've never had a bar- bad experience with him. I've never really felt uncomfortable. It's always been a very basic relationship. I just have a job to do and I do it. Whether there's something to it or not, it just allows me to get on with my job. She's like, who are you crazy people who are worried <laughs> about this stupid about doll? There's an exhibit in your museum. You should have an opinion, I think. I think they play creepy music. I don't. It's that's a, in my head, too, but I'm not sure they did. Yeah, well. They may not need to. Anyway, the yeah. ominous silence is enough. He, so he sits on this little chair. Uh, he's got this little ottoman and his legs are stretched out. He's wearing this sailor suit. He's got his little weird stuffed dog, dog. that sits on his lap. Uh, and he's got just this very strange face. Um, but yeah, he didn't seem to do anything bad to Gene when he lived with him, other than, you know, maybe cause some mischief. Didn't seem to do anything bad uh, to the house after Gene died, except, you know, giggle or maybe move around, which I can admit would be creepy, but he wasn't cursing anybody or causing any Didn't problems. Didn't Gene get married? I don't remember. Or he got engaged and then he wouldn't give up Robert. There's a there's a middle part, too, before he died. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, so uh, I just looked it up, and it looks like Gene did get married, uh, but there doesn't seem to be anything... And again, yeah. the doll didn't kill anyone or anything. Like no, Chucky. it was all yeah. fine. Uh, but what I also found when I was Googling was this article on Pop, Sh- Pop Sugar uh, that says, I visited a notoriously haunted doll and bad luck followed me everywhere. So, all right, this is by uh, Murphy Moroni. And she went and visited. And she said, so she's talking about the letters and... You're not supposed to be disrespectful or whatever. And she says, as a respectful visitor, I thought I was off the hook. I followed the rules and was genuinely interested in learning about him. But boy, was I wrong. I made one comment about a grown man carrying around a doll and my fate was sealed. As soon as I woke up the next day, the bad luck began. First, our flight home was delayed. 
this both of us like <laughs> slouching and rolling our eyes and then <laughs> then we were forced to rebook our flight because the plane was too heavy resulting in us having a five hour layover and get, getting transferred to another connecting flight while both of those things were annoying i also knew they happened sometimes it couldn't have been because of a doll right that's correct. It was That's not because correct. of the doll. I realized Robert might actually have had it out for us when we finally landed back home around midnight. The problem? Our luggage never showed up. We were told to go back home and the suitcase might arrive on the next flight. Fast forward to the next morning. Still no sign of the bag. And no one on either airline we used could locate where the suitcase was. Look, if it shows up in, in front of Bob the doll in the museum, then I might be convinced. <laughs> the luggage was simply missing without a trace. Frustrated. And near tears, we decided to give in to our superstitions and write letters to Robert in hopes of reversing whatever bad luck he gave us in finding our lost bag. And she has a screenshot of her email. Subject line, sorry, Robert! Exclamation point. The email, hey, Robert, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to apologize if we upset you on Friday night. If so, I'm really, really sorry. Conditional apology we've is had, not an apology. We've had the worst bout of bad luck ever since we met you. On Saturday, our flights got delayed and they lost our luggage. The airline still has no idea where it is. <laughs> I'm not sure if I came off as insincere when I saw you, but I thought you were the coolest doll ever, and I told everybody so. Hope you're staying cool in the summer heat. Please forgive me, Murphy Maroney. Uh, then her, she was with this guy, Chris. His email says, we're sorry. That's the subject. Robert, we're sorry if you felt disrespected by our visit on Friday night. We should have taken our time with you more seriously. While traveling home the next day, we experienced serious delays and lost our bag, which never happened to my wife or me. Hopefully you can accept our apology and help our bag find its way back home. Thank you, Chris and Murphy. After sending them, we went to bed and promptly called the airlines at 9 a.m. when they opened. And guess what? We were immediately told our bag was... Back in Key West with an airline we didn't fly with. <gasps> While things were still somewhat up in the air, our luck seemed to completely change as soon as we apologized to Robert. Coincidence? Maybe. <laughs> Do we regret writing letters to Adele just to be sir? Absolutely not. That's there it. Yeah, that's it. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's good. Yeah. This is a good intro to Halloween because no one had to get stabbed. No, there's no death in this. Um, uh, what's his name? Gene did pass. Oh, I guess that's true. There's qualifies. no murder. It qualifies. Yeah. Well, we've had podcasts without murder before. True. No attempted murder. Carl Castle was not a murder either. It was much worse. Much worse. Carl Van Castle. Oh, yes. Carl Castle. He was on NPR. Yeah. No. Carl Castle is a saint. <laughs> Baron Klaus Van Castle is not a saint. Uh, no. That guy's messed up. All right. One last thing that I forgot to add. Uh, so when I was doing the research on this, this is worth adding. It's so <laughs> bizarre. Uh, so the museum that ho has Robert the doll, there was like some online contest that was like the museum who can get the most likes for their picture gets a grant to give them some money. Which is like your class assignment. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I give an assignment in my class of like try to get 10,000 likes on this thing. And so the museum that has Robert the doll, they're trying to get a whole bunch of likes to win this contest. And so what they did was Photoshop Robert the doll's face onto that picture of Kim Kardashian where she's popping the bottle of champagne <sighs> and she's got like the champagne glass on her butt. On her own ass. Yeah. 
they just replaced her face with the face of Robert the doll uh, and it totally like won by a landslide and got the grant for the museum. Very eerie and it probably cursed a lot of people. But yeah, hey, it's, it's extremely worth disrespectful. It's worth it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I will include the photo of that on the <laughs> on the socials. Yeah, you'll find it jarring. This is the explanation. I was like, dear dad, oh my god, you have to see this picture. I find it disturbing and jarring. Yes. Yeah, he was just like talking about Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, speaking of, I've got a thing <laughs> for you. So uh, we'll kind of add that in. Oh, I, I think it's gonna make. Robert upset at a lot of people. Robert, we don't mean any disrespect. We're just talking about what people did to you. Dude, your luggage is going to be so delayed. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. That's the story of Robert the doll. Uh, definitely check out the pictures because they make it extra From creepy. From a safe distance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't go bad talking that doll if you're down there because your flight may get delayed. Your luggage will end up back at Key West. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. We don't really need a dog palate cleanser from this one because nothing bad happened. But if you have any dog Halloween stories, that might be funny. Yeah. I don't know if I've got any good dog Halloween stories. They just bark at trick-or-treaters for like the first three and then they just lay there. Some people dress up their dogs. I think some people dress up their dogs. Uh, my best dog Halloween costume I ever did was dressing Hopper up as a ghost where I got a white sheet and I just cut two eye holes in it and put it over her. And she was just like, this is awesome. I'm going to live in here now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cave. She's like, whoa, whoa, From this inside, is really cool. I know. It's better than trying to dress the dogs up in um, hockey jerseys because that didn't work. Oh, that was terrible. I tried to make them a hockey team one year, and a power play because yeah. there were four then. They all looked so miserable. I didn't even post the picture of them all because they looked so unhappy. They looked really like a little bad. sausage popping out. Yeah. I mean, they, they were ill-fitting, too. Yes, that's true. I think they fit you when you were smaller. <laughs> we do have some uh, Golden Ratio Halloween plans this year, so... Head over to the Golden Ratio 4 if you want to check out what we do with our dogs. But uh, anyway, we'll be back in a couple weeks with another spooky Halloween story from the Keys. Uh, Maybe a little sooner. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> We're bi-weekly now, GR Dad. Watch, yes. Watch this space. I don't know, man. <laughs> Week from Friday. Uh, until then, don't conk out. Don't conk out. Bye. Bye.